I'm digging deep for the funny this week, bro. I need you to uh, I need you to lift me in spirit. I'll see what I can do, man. You're obviously here for the number one mixtape podcast on the internet. Bro, are we, yeah. we fried beans supposed to tune to the toilet like this? Welcome to the Dip in Butter program with Kat and Wes. Figure out what you can figure out when you can figure it out, nigga. Just be here. They keep coming back, and that's all that's important. Welcome to the Dipped in Butter program. Good morning, good evening, happy Friday, happy Tuesday. Ha- Whenever you listen to that, <laughs> this is podcast. This is a podcast. You click the right app in your phone. Welcome, you're here, we're here. The normal uh, instances where we start the podcast because we have to say some things to get this uh, engine warmed up. You can't just go out there in November and just start the car and just start driving around. And if you do that, then your boyfriend or husband should be stopping you. This is the number one mixtape podcast on the internet. Uh, this is the only show out there that is topical while being completely untopical at the same time. So let's just see what the mixed bag gives us. This is like going to a baby shower and they hand you some shit. You'll check it when you get in the car. No big deal. Cross from me. That's my guy. That's your guy. That's West with no T like they call him at work. That's for every young 89 like they call him on MySpace. That's the motherfucking goddamn glue I'm young around here like we call him in the Dipped and Butter family. But most importantly, that's our motherfucking friend. What's going on, my guy? Um, you know, I'm 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 here this week. I'm not as detached as I've been the past two weeks, so we'll just go with I'm present. Um, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm 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 always here to deliver some form of joke um <laughs> related to real life and uh air quote news, um if that's what we want to call it. But you know, I, I'm here to, you know, do the thing on the uh number one pretty all right podcast on the internet with my guy across from me with the hottest takes in the United States. That is Cat a K with two T's on the end of that thing. You can catch my man at catandcrunch.com where you can dip into the cereal shit. Um you can go over to youtube.com slash dip them butter program where um I don't understand why anybody would still be pressing play on those videos at this point. Um but maybe somebody's angry and that's what they use as their anger journal now. They're still cursing us out. I want you to know I get at least <laughs> oh. three notifications a week about how we're stupid and we don't know what we're talking about. I'm scared to go check so it doesn't matter that they're doing that over there anyways. Um but where do we want to go this week? Um ah, let's go uh Real niggas is still and will always be in style.com slash Dipton Butter program where you'll definitely find me and my guy on the uh, homepage banner, um, you know, waving the flag for real niggas all across the country because that's the only thing that we know how to do. Um, however, you can catch my guy here, most and more importantly, each and every Tuesday or whichever day is pod day in your life um, on the Dipton Butter program, wherever podcasts are placed because that's where this one goes. My nigga and yours was popping. I, I don't know what your problem is. I don't know why you find it funny to come in here speaking life into our podcast every week. And I'm not even saying that. Normally when I say that, it's like me starting into the first topic. We ain't even doing that because what you're saying about being a real nigga and shit like that, it hits so close to home right now. It's a little too fresh to even talk about mm. this week on the podcast. Mm. Maybe next week. Uh, if you know, you know. If you're listening to this and you know why life is real. It's probably only one of one of you that know why I'm saying that right now, but life is real this week. And uh, maybe we'll talk about it when that story becomes, when that moment becomes a story. Oh, okay. We'll figure it out. Okay. I'm fine with that. I'm cool with that. Keep, I'm, keep I'm it with inter- real niggas. I want to yeah, let you no, know. It's going to be a fun talk when we get to have it. We got to let okay. a little bit more time pass. But yeah, speaking of know. real niggas, man, you want to get straight into verses, bro? So we can just go ahead and throw some more word on that. You want to go straight there? I mean, we can. Well, I figure there's so much music. There's so much music to talk about. And it ain't even like from a review standpoint right. or nothing like that, but just. 
R&B has been interesting this week. No, it has. It has. Like it's the been, past seven days has genre. been really interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's top, the top genre this week. Yeah, and so for those of y'all that don't know, and trust me, if you don't know, I do not blame you because you really didn't. I mean, you didn't miss much, but you did. So allow us to walk you through what you did miss if you did miss it. Uh, this past week, there was another versus. It kind of feels like it fell out the sky because there was like no build up. Uh, it was a tag team WWF ladder match. Uh, <laughs> it was very, very weird. Uh, the headliner that, was that intro Omar. was definitely a, a cage match, fan. It was a cage or, match. It was, it was a Royal Rumble for sure. For sure. Uh, the headliner was Mario and Amarion. And if you don't know, the reason why those two were versusing against each other is because their names rhyme. And that's literally the only reason why those two were pitted against each other. No? Am I My dumbass almost actually like, for real? No, but at the end, I had to think about it. Like, no, he's doing that thing that he does again. Um, <laughs> There's no other reason why these two should have been on stage other than the fact that Mario's name fits inside of Amarion. I mean, can't spell Mario without... You know, can't spell Omarion without Mario. So, and then for the worst free dinner bread of appetizers that you could possibly get, we got a two-on-two tag match of Ray J and Bobby Valentino versus Sammy and Pleasure P, formerly of Pretty Ricky fame. Now, if I was to write this down, take a picture of the napkin. And text it to your phone 10 days ago. Try to give me the to the best of your ability how you would have genuinely felt about what I just said to you before you saw what actually took place. Well, even when I seen that they had announced this versus fam, I I I guess I was I was confused by the whole team thing. I I didn't understand. <laughs> How's that work? It. Yeah, like my brain said, like, and I guess some people even took it farther, and I wasn't even there with it. Like, that's whoa, you you took it that far. That's crazy. But like, I guess I just took it as when they got to that team section, it was just going to be, what was it, Bobby V and Ray J? I thought it was going to be those two or who, I don't even know who the fucking teams were at this point, fam, <laughs> after watching that bullshit. But, like, I just thought it was going to be, all right, this person is going to be, like, versus that person, and then this person is going to be versus that person, and we're just going right. to call them and teams we'll just flip -flop at it. the end of the day. And I figured that's how they was going to, like, make up for people talking about, oh, this person don't got 10, 15, 20 songs. Right. Like, these people together, give them the quantity of songs, and, like, not for nothing, shout out to these niggas, and shout out to a lot of these niggas who go on verses that that like remind you of the songs that they do have in their catalog. Now, while, sure. while a lot of them might be like B-sides as we call them or album cuts, they're familiar album cuts for real, for real. If you, you know, semi come from that time or if you were interested in those artists. I or feel like, like all of Pleasure P songs are deep cuts that niggas know from mixtape circuits. Not, not, Pretty Ricky songs. I feel like Pleasure P songs. I feel like Pleasure P is a topic all of his own. So I don't know if I really want to talk about. Oh, him. we're going there. Yeah, so okay, but that's what I'm saying. I don't know if I want to insert him sure. right here just yet. But like, yeah. shout out to them for reminding niggas, like, oh, you forgot that I did do this, or like I was on this. So like that, mm -hmm. I think I, and I, I think when I finally did tune into this, it was Bobby V up there being Bobby V. And if you've ever seen Bobby V, you know exactly what I mean by Bobby V up there being Bobby V. It's no different. He's the same in any type of, like, that's how he does. Like, you've never heard of Bobby V killing a show. Like, you ain't never, never heard of nobody. Never in <laughs> my life. I've never, ever heard of one instance where Bobby Valentino has ever even held a note and Damn. dropped to his knees mid-note. Bobby Valentino. I've never heard of Bobby Valentino on his knees. 
in some shape, form, or fashion, Bobby Valentino and Music Soul Child might be the same person. Like, you've <gasps> never seen them in the same room. So, <laughs> wait, how? Exactly. In some shape, form, or fashion, I said that already. Why, I don't know. I don't know. But, like, <laughs> they just feel like they never give me 110% on a performance ever. Like, it's, they're never it's, going it's, above and beyond to entertain you, but they're going to be entertaining. Yeah, they're not doing a lot. To no, do no, 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 no. What, what was interesting to me is like all of these guys, even the headliners, kind of come from the same ilk and era of kind of like, <laughs> let's call it vending machine R and B. Bro, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, lie, it's like vending machine. Like it ain't enough to fill you up. It's not really a meal, but a bag of Doritos will get you home. And and along R&B. with that, bro, I ain't even gonna lie. This is a retrospect thought before we probably even get to this point sure. of the conversation. They kind of make early 2000s R&B look very, very nasty. No, like, they made it look they real made nasty. It look so, very, very, and every whole, last one of these niggas got at least one song that is my shit. At least yeah. one song. But like, as, as a whole as a whole group, like when they got backstage after this and took the group photo, that was a, that's going to be a nasty photo. That's a nasty picture. I kind of went that airbrushed on like some poster board <laughs> and laminated on my wall. Like, it, it's interesting because, okay, let's start with Ray J, right? Ray J is for every intent and purpose, the soldier boy of early 2000s R&B, right? Like his mystique really out, outlive his talent. Is that fair to say? Like we love Ray J. We love what comes with Ray J. We love the comedy that is Ray J. We love the character that is Ray J. Fam, and Ray I, J just happens to have a few songs. Honestly, no? that's what I can't get past in my brain right now. How like great of a character Ray J is on it's anything that he does, bro. Like he, I'm always he really like by Ray J. He makes sure of that, and that's where I want to give him his credit at. Like he <laughs> knows he's what he's doing. To do it. He Scooty, he knows the name Scooty Bikes. Scooty Bikes. He knows them dumbass glasses that he put on were fucking stupid. Like they're on brand for Ray J. And I love how he like embodies everything. Like just how Rick Ross had Wingstop. Anything Ray J does is right on brand for him. Or he it's makes on it brand. on brand for him. Like, who, why did this nigga go and find the glasses that you could flip down? Or like, why did those people seek him out because they knew that that was his type of shit? Or like, because some somebody, of this shit only works if Ray J pitches it, right? It only like, like Raycons, like <laughs> it. It made me interested. Like, you want to know what? I might fuck with these, but the fact that they're they're the same size as your ear is the only reason I don't buy them. Just the brand name Raycon sounds like something that comes in a Burger King kids meal. <laughs> like it does. Raycons comes for free with a like Junior cheeseburger. Sounds like paper sunglasses. <laughs> It's terrible. So we know Ray J has give or take three songs. Now his three songs to me are jams. Like one wish is my shit. One I would wish. defend one wish to the ends of the earth. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And one sexy wish in sexy can I. And if you right. want to really, really reach, you can throw that one song that was on uh the, the set it off soundtrack. I can't even remember what that was called, but oh, that's yeah, just kind of a vibe. Far. It ain't really a great nobody, song. Yeah, nobody knows that. Nobody knows that song. But I, One Wish and Wait a Minute is good enough to sit here and watch him be a fool. Sexy Can I is good enough. And like, shout out to him, even if this part was not planned, which I'm, they did it so great. I'm just not sure if it was really planned. Young Bird <laughs> actually coming out there and doing this. Like, it was that great that I'm not sure if Ray J had this conversation with him beforehand. And I really want to go with no. I think I I'm. Wanna, I on feel like Young Bird was just watching all of our mans drown, and was like, oh, "I got, I got to help him. I got to help him." Like, like, Berg was a good look for him. him to do that because how, 
honestly, how much of Ray J did we get during that performance anyways? Like, nah, any of the songs that Ray did, besides One Wish, Ray J is the hook artist, like, on those other yeah. two songs that we And did. he has a personality on songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's good. I all, love it. We all know Ray J can't sing. None of this was news. <laughs> like, we, 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 and that's no disrespect, because I love Ray J. Like, right. he, the... He's got an album that I actually listen to that has deep cuts that I like too. Like I fuck mm-hmm. with Ray J. But no, we the Ray know J, Ray J, that Ray J, J album. Sing. That Ray J album was pretty high. Radiation. You know, you know we're yeah. the pretty high podcast, so we can put that tag it's pretty on people. Eye. For like it's pretty. We need eye. a pretty high pedestal to put all we our do. pretty high yeah, shit. Yeah, put yeah. you on a mantle like, somewhere. Pretty the pretty high. And it's mantle. just like to watch him do that to one wish. Let's be real, it's disheartening. But. Part of you is like, well, what do you expect? You know what I mean? Like, it's like eating a whole funnel cake and then being surprised you got a tummy ache at the end of the right, day. Like, right. well, what did you expect? You just ate deep fried dough. <laughs> you watched the white boy with dirty fingernails not wring out all the grease before he put it on the paper plate. How are you surprised that you got a tummy ache? Bro, I don't want you to lose where we're at. Anything, but can I, <laughs> I didn't share the story with you a few weeks ago about how black people stick together in certain instances, right? This okay, is talk to this me. story is along the same lines of when you see a black person run, you don't ask questions, you just run to you it, ask run. questions later. We all know that. Fam, we went to Waffle House a couple of weeks ago, right? We sit in there, we waiting. I was, I think, matter of fact, when we our anniversary weekend when we was leaving, before we went to the bowling alley that week, stopped at Waffle House, sitting down. You know what I'm saying? This black couple had walked in before us and they sat down at the bar and they was getting their joint on, right? So they sitting there and we waiting. It's like 10, 15 minutes, fam. And all of a sudden, you see the girl like spin her chair around and she go, oh no, I can't. And she walk out, right? So she y'all walked out like her, her dude follow her, right? So me, so I'm looking at her. I'm like, babe, like you want to sit right she there at the bar? What you want to do? And she was, I was like, babe, what's, what's going on? She was like, nah. And that's exactly what my wife, she was like, she saw something. And I was like, how how you feel? She was like, she she was like, I want to go. Let's go. So we got out, and by the time we left out, they was on the driveway turning out, and and the girl stuck her head out the window and was like, y'all leaving too? And we was like, we left because you left. Like, we don't even know why. Like, <laughs> we, don't even we know left. Why. And baby girl says she saw, and fam, I don't even know. How, I still don't know how this is scientifically possible. She says she saw old boy behind the counter grab grits off the counter with his hand and put them huh? back in the bowl, fam. Oh, and she was like, no. I couldn't. She said, I couldn't take <laughs> no. anymore. She was like, I had to leave. And I was like, nah, that's definitely a good enough reason to leave. But we can get back into what we was doing. Bro, I love that though, because we always look out for us, don't we? Bro? Got to. Like, we gonna look Got out to. for us, no matter Couldn't what the fuck is going on. Couldn't I love that. It. Like, absolutely oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so back to the versus universe. <laughs> Fucking, we know Ray J can't sing. He went out there and just completely just drug his whole catalog through the mud. And the the thing, the only thing that's noteworthy about Ray J out of all six of these niggas that I want to make sure I get to is, we know you can't sing. It's not that big a deal, but. What bothered me is he kept like using his son as an excuse to not put on a performance. Like when he fucked up the first song, he was like, hey, y'all, I'm sorry, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm holding my son right now. I wasn't really focused. I heard it too. I didn't land that note. My bad. I'm going to get back with y'all. But then every time it was time for him to sing again, he went back and got his son. Like, okay, well, stop picking this nigga up. It ain't even like he's crying. I could see if he was like crying and throwing a fit and snot was running out of his nose. And you're like, damn, I got to tend to my kid. But it seemed like he kept getting his kid so he would have a built-in excuse to be terrible. This is what I'm saying about Ray J being hilarious and a genius, dog. He's, He's doing all of this on purpose, like, and he blamed it on the Casamigos. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm almost positive, but like, at a certain point in time, Ray, J, like, he be funny, like, based in reality. So, like, to acknowledge the fact that you didn't hit that note right and you're gonna do better in front of people, 
it, that's going to be funny to watch back. No, like I heard this. it. And I heard like, it. This is going to be the best. Like, you, this should be the verses you watch on the anniversary date. Like, what date? What date did that air? Like, we need to play this every June twenty fifth uh-huh. for the rest of forever. Like, it need matter of fact, play it on Juneteenth. Like, this one should actually go down <laughs> in Juneteenth history as a verses you should watch every goddamn year because it was that great. And again, like, I didn't, I didn't see the beginning of this thing. I, I got somewhere. Um, I missed so much of it. I, I got so somewhere much. in between Bobby Valentino first sitting at the at the keyboard and Pleasure P getting really upset. That's I, I landed somewhere in between there. Um and and I guess I was just really confused because I felt like at that point they had already extended the amount of time I expected them to be on stage. Like that whole team thing was probably only like supposed to be a 20 or 25 minute ordeal. And it just went on for way too long. Can can you help me decipher? what pleasure peace chip on his shoulder is like hotline is my shit grind on me is dope i don't know much else about any of them niggas other than them you want to know mega hits like you want to know what why was, is he so mad you want to know what was odd to me he was out there de- he was out there demanding respect almost as if he wants to like step into the shoes of r kelly that's what he that's felt, the vibe. He came off very dreamish to me. He, like you know, Kelly's dreamish. Like he gave he gave a lot of those vibes for me. And like <laughs> the fact that he said he wrote Lollipop with his chest pumped out was kind of funny to me. Damn. Uh, <laughs> it was it was very, I'm glad and, you brought that up. And, and the fact that he too uh sang uh uh in falsetto very very terribly when he sang uh what he sang naked did he write naked i think for marcus houston and he sang but that? before he even got into that he was like him or his partner said this is one of the greatest falsetto songs of all time they did and before he even started a note i was like nope no it's not like no, maybe you no. should hear the song called falsetto <laughs> there's a in there's that. literally a song called falsetto that's at least that. top three has got to be way up. And ain't there. the Maxwell joint top three too? Even like you're losing like, a lot of spots really fast. He's he sung it really terribly, and then after that, like barked. I sound exactly like my records, and I was like, <laughs> well, well, certainly, because I remember that being a part of the conversation when it came out. Like, yo, this nigga can't sing. Like, and he's getting the record off because the record is a good record. But like. Mm-hmm. Fam, you you flexing your muscle right there that you sounded just like the record probably wasn't the right choice in the Rolodex. You probably should have skipped past that one, fam. So I, I, I didn't understand that. And then, like, what made it even funnier to me is that he was, like, apparently off the Casamigos, too, and, and niggas was jumping off the deep end. And, you know, according to him, they was cutting his ass off. But then they gave Capella Gray the microphone. And I just thought that that was one of the greatest uh, on, online, like, TV moments of all, too. Like, yo, they cutting me off. But then a nigga who's not involved in the verses at all is allowed to run up here and do his song one time. Like, what got time doing? for him? <laughs> <What are they, laughs> but you complained about getting cut but off. Again, after that, the nigga came back and did two more songs, and it seemed like he was satisfied at that point. Like, bro, you <laughs> niggas is crybabies. And then also, it seemed like somewhere in California where this thing was taking place, it seemed to me like Pleasure P went at his issue with Ray J, and I kept screaming at the screen like. This ain't what you want, bro. Them niggas take Ray J very serious out west. Like, I mean, you yeah. won't leave this arena if you touch Ray J, can, bro. Like, do you not what, know that? I can guarantee whatever section of LA they was in was not the section to fuck with Ray J. They're not there. playing with Ray J out there, bro. Like, that's why Ray J is on stage with his baby right now because this is his hood. Like, this is what this niggas is do at bike. the hood barbecue. Like, he literally didn't even bring tissues to this. This is what I'm saying in the hood where niggas know it be drive bys all the time and you still stand outside with your baby. Like, you got to know something or you got to be mm-hmm. somebody. Like, I don't, I don't know. But, like, again, that whole 
front section was just very confusing to me. Again, I don't know who was on what team. Oh, and let's speak about um the the uh, Sammy. Fuck it, I don't even know how yeah, to introduce. Yeah, that. Yeah, let's yeah, talk, I about, about, talk Sammy about Sammy a little bit and, too. And, and the fact that um. I didn't even know that that was that nigga at first, dog. Because, again, when I tuned in, it was on, like, a Bobby V track. And he was up there, like, singing background, essentially. Like, and I was like, background singer nigga is better I was than like, the well, other He's nigga. doing the most. But, like, yeah, why is he out here in the middle of the stage? Like, who is this nigga? And then um, when the nigga did the most hyped-up gangster version of I Like the Way You Look at Me, <laughs> I was just... But then, like, again, did all that barking before he did that one record and then tried to, like, run off. Like, like he was ending the night. Like he was the encore. Like I'm about to hit you. Yeah, with this like what's life. that? And like, also, I want to credit. I want to credit him, and we'll get to the Mario. But I want to credit Mario as well for these for these guys for um taking these songs that we know them. Um, and I had to reanalyze Mario too because I don't know if Mario is like a, a child star. Like I think Mario is. Um, I think as far as, I don't know. I think as far as career wise, I think he's more. And don't get me well, wrong. Most of, well, yeah, because most of his traction came after he was like, yeah, he had the mega hit as a little he's kid. Got like the most Chris of his Brown, traction came post eighteen. Kind of yeah. got the Chris Brown kind of okay. like. I can't, okay. He came with J- because if you even if you listen Michael to Jackson's the lyrics, not a child star. Ralph Tresvant is not a child star. Bobby Michael Jackson's not a child, child star. star. Like. Nah, Michael Jackson's a child. Star. No, I disagree. Yeah. We Jackson, can have this talk. He's but been I famous since he was five. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but like when okay, close your eyes. Actually, close them. I want to say a word, and I want you to tell me what pops in your head visually. Okay. Mm-hmm. The word is Michael Jackson. What did you just picture? I saw the little boy, and maybe just because oh, okay. we just talked right, about it. All right, okay. Because I always picture like, a white man with Jerry Curl. But, see, so, I don't. Okay, I, right. I, that's not where I okay. start. But like, I never I, see I, the kid. I never I grew see. Up, the kid. I grew up watching American Dream, so maybe I'm tainted. I don't. Okay, know. I'm not but mad like, at you. You know what I'm saying? I always start there when I think. I literally think about the entire like span of Michael Jackson. It doesn't just mm. end with like screen. Yeah, see, for me, childhood you Mike just doesn't even exist in my mind. Yeah, like to me, it's like the backstory to a superhero. Like, oh, he does have an origin. That's right. Yeah, now Scream is not like. The Michael Jackson that I think of <laughs> when I think about Michael Jackson, you know? it is for me. That's probably <laughs> yeah. Bad. I can I can understand that, but um, shit. Where was I? Oh, like shout out to them for taking these songs that we know them for being young for and like modernizing them, but not in a corny way. Because mm. we've both listened to the Joe Button podcast where these old niggas is going back and singing songs, and it sounds like you're just way out of fucking touch. Like these niggas are just singing the song in a more grown manner with a different like tune to it. Because again, if you go back and listen to the words on just a friend fam, like that's not a kid song. No, that's somebody a, with it's not like, a, it's not a kid song. Wrote that, I think. Yeah. And even like, like I say, we'll, we'll get into that too. But like same thing with like Chris Brown and take you down. Like Chris Brown was all the 17 or 18 fam. Like taking you down. Bop. It's a bop. And who cares that he was 18 when he sung that shit? Like take you down is a, is the one. Like so, I, I I wanted to put that part out there for them, but like again, I I didn't like how um Sammy came out and tried to like be like, yo, I'm that nigga. This is the biggest song that's ever been played tonight, and I'm out. Like nigga, that's all like, you gonna, uh, you gonna sing everybody else's song, play your one song, and try to run off, bro? Like where'd you go? That you nigga left for like ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, that so was I, very weird. Um, also, <clears throat> I know the internet is going crazy at the fact that Sammy could really sing and Mario could really sing, and they won mm-hmm, the night. Mm-hmm. But I want to just tell Twitter to slow the fuck down. Nobody cares that Sammy could sing. Like, yes, he sounded good. I'm not going to sit here and lie yes, about that. But fact, who the fuck cares? Like, who cares that he sounded so good when he had nothing to sing? When not one, when he had nothing to sing, and then two, like, 
most people can't tell you what happened in the in the junior lightweight fight that happened before the heavyweight <laughs> bout that night. Yeah, most people yeah, just yeah. can't tell you how many niggas got knocked out before the main event. So like, who cares, bro? Like, get I mean, not for that. Get some more records, fam. Like, I know all the bitches love Sammy. So if if I'm hurting your heart about Sammy, I'm sorry. Like, so however you feel, fuck, however you feel about him, attractiveness cicated. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck we should put there, but like that don't got nothing to do with what I'm saying about. Like his career, just go get some hits. That's all. Yeah, I don't. Just go yeah, talk to somebody and have some songs. And like the the one that you had, fam, it, it was it was one. But like when I think about Sammy, I think about little Afro ass Sammy singing. He's I like the way you look at me. Yeah, like he is he is uh, Junior Tevin Campbell. Um. So let's let's talk about Omario on. <laughs> I'm just gonna say them both. Omario on. Let's talk about Omario on. Um. If you were to diagnose what happened here with Omarion, what would you say? Like, would you say it was overconfidence, lack of preparation? What do you think was the root of the problem with why he fuck losing a versus against? Because he would have lost against whoever he was standing across with that performance. What do you think caused him to be so bad that night? I do I do think it's a little bit of overconfidence. I don't want to say it's um lack of preparedness because he was prepared to perform. He wasn't prepared to do a versus. And I uh, think that's I think that's where some of the difference comes into play because I Omarion gave you the same exact show that he would have gave you in the red zone. You know what I'm saying? If right. he showed up at the red zone that night, like yeah. he did literally like outfits, you know what I'm saying? The way that his like, dance section was like his dance. Routine was built for a six by six area. Yeah, like he didn't even use the whole thing. Yeah, stage. fam. Like when he came, for, he came for sound check, he made sure his dancers knew we only got six feet this way, mm. six feet that way. Like that because they didn't do great on the sound check, clearly, from you know what I'm saying. If you watched it, what was going on, but like I, I think that's where he went wrong. He went with his stage show to a versus, and that 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 shit that and honestly, like if if that was the advertisement for coming to your show, fam. You would never know. catch me at an Omarion show. Scream dog. tour is but, over with, bro. Man, like that, and that's what you get. Like you were, you need the pyro, is what you basically told me when you came in there. But I, I definitely think a little bit of overconfidence um, took over him, and I think he was a shining example of like niggas get famous and get weird, like be, bro, because like we you, saw that all night. That is not exclusive to Omarion. Yeah, niggas is bro. A lot of these R and B niggas are weird. Niggas get famous and get weird, bro. That's what I saw on display from Omarion, particularly. Like, yeah. and 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 I don't even want to like put, but like Mar- Mario ain't he been on the stoop recently? Like Mario's it been on like the stoop. It looks like Mario's fully hood. prepared to win a versus and beat up Omarion. And this is what I'm saying, dog. Like Omarion didn't want like even I don't know if you saw the promo video that they put out that was basically Mario pressing Omarion like, "Hey fam, I'm about to tear your ass up." And like it it seemed like Omarion wasn't prepared in that. Like mm-hmm. he 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 really didn't have the answers. And like a nigga was really like he was giving him the real life commentary that niggas on the street give out. Like he wasn't giving him the industry we yeah. brothers like he like yeah. nah fam like call B two K because you gonna need him and uh, he was probably right. <laughs> I hope you bring a few bump bump bumps through because you yeah need fam all like you need to call all your homies. So like I I think on an overall scale he 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 showed him up. Um, I, I've always known, and I think I, it re- he really showcased himself from the second round. I forget what song he sang, but like he, Omarion is nasally as fuck. 
So when he mm-hmm. starts singing, you can hear that shit. And and, and compared to Mario, who again, just the quality of his sound that he was putting out Romance sounded shit. better. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? But like, just like the the system that was present that we were hearing the music through, like it literally sounded better than what Omarion sounded like. And again, for like six or seven rounds, Omarion was talking about some how I can't hear shit. I can't hear myself. I'm hearing this nigga. <laughs> like, so he don't he can't even sing well, his I'm song. Well. Yeah, like and again, like it makes me go back to like what happened to sound check. Like all this shit supposed to be worked out before. And then even the fact that you came up there with the dancing, like you want to come up here and do too much dancing. And like this, this ain't and even when Mario brought his dancers out, they looked way more swaggier than you bringing your dancers out. And we know you for dancing on Marion. Like, what is that? He came out and danced all around your ass, fam. So like, he 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 got beat all across the board. Like I say, for for ultimately being fucking weird, bro. Like you tried that weird shit all fucking night and it didn't work. Talk to me about the thought process that has to go through your brain. In like, this ain't something that you just decide the night of, right? Like you have to have somebody go to Kroger's, grab one of the baskets on the way in. Cause you don't grab like a whole grocery cart. You grab one of the like handheld, like Dorothy wizard of Oz mm-hmm, baskets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You walk through the fresh pro produce. You get one of those saran wrapped quarter cut watermelons. Mm-hmm. You have somebody get that for you, bring it to your trailer. You put it on ice to keep it cold. And you have gone through all of that process in your mind for 24 full hours. To still decide, yes, I am going to eat a watermelon on stage during the verses, man. Fam, some like some of like I I thought what Mario did in the beginning with the fake B two K was the corniest shit. Like, and that's why I that said the corniest thing that he pace. did. Like, yo, what the fuck, dog? Like that that's not okay. But then when these niggas ate the watermelon, fam, like okay, I, I forgot all about the B two K dancers. I don't even like. No, he was right. Like, and then the fact that like the niggas that he brought out like was dressed just like your dancers was funny to me. Like that was funny. They almost look like they could have been a part of the crew and they jumped sides on your ass when they got there. Like, I don't know what was going on. But yeah, Omarion tried to... um, I feel like if we would have ever gotten a Michael Jackson versus Prince versus, that's exactly... It would look sort of like this. Possibly. Michael Jackson being Mario. Part of the... Wow. Okay, part of the... Wow, you had Michael Jackson as Mario. I think... I think if if I'm drawing comparison... I think Prince would have been Omarion up there trying to do the most up against a nigga like Michael Jackson, who's just about to come and be Michael Jackson. Like he, I'm coming up here to do me, and you're coming up here to impress these people. And I think that's what the difference. Omar again, Omarion came with his stage show and tried to give it to a versus crowd. I think part of Omarion's problem too is he's so conditioned to year after year perform at like Scream Tour and Millennium Mm -hmm. Tour. And he's so used to performing to his fans. I don't think Omarion has had to win over an audience in a very, very long time. Bro, Since he was how... a child, even. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. whenever Omarion performs to this point now, they are coming to see him. He has already won when they bought the ticket, right? Like, the girls that bought the ticket already have had a crush on him for 20 years. Like, he don't have to do nothing to win you over. This is the first time <laughs> Omarion like... has had to try to win somebody over since, like, 2002. And then, like, just to further draw my comparison home, imagine Prince out there, and he come out there with with Morris Day in the time, and they swing and jangling all over the stage, right? You ain't too fat to fly. And they come out there, and they do all of that, and Prince goes, your turn. And then Michael Jackson comes out there and does You Rock My World with a bitch and, like, smooths it out. 
What's what's gonna look a little it's bit gonna more look crazy? Fly. It's That's, gonna look yeah. crazy. It's gonna be like, man, you, you did all of that. And I just came out here and I just bust your ass on some smooth shit. Like that's gonna that that's good. That's what it did it for me. But like that, yeah. I, I ultimately he made a bad decision from the gate about how he was going to perform at versus. And again, it, to me, it's the lazy approach because that's the yeah. same show that you take on the road, fam. Like you the did same no show, the same show, and, you, and not for nothing, fam. You didn't want to like call an audible. You know how awkward it has to be to dance with the lights on. What is that? <laughs> that thing, all the lights was on and people were staring. And then, fam, it got back because I had they to rewatch it. They still staring at you moving with it. Fam, I had to rewatch it just to, re, you know, catch some of the moments that I didn't catch, fam. And he came out there and he started doing like the the long, you know, wave your hands with me. And the crowd just looked at that nigga for a long time. And Not only a few people show. joined in on that. And it was like, nah, bro, you are losing right now. <laughs> and then particularly when he became uh, the, the background singer for Mario on Braid My Hair, he knew uh-huh. it was done. So he knew it was done. um R&B, particularly early 2000s R&B, took a black eye that night. Um, unfortunately, it happened within the seven same seven day cycle as Chris Brown's Breezy album coming it out. Yeah, it did. Me and you have to talk about the Breezy album. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll start because I have something to confess to you. I turned on Breezy last Friday, super excited because I do love Chris Brown. Um, I'm always excited when Chris Brown drops because I'm always hoping that whenever he drops, this is his classic. This is his confessions. I'm always waiting for Chris Brown's confessions because we just had that talk a couple weeks ago about like Chris Brown is is a playlist god, mm-hmm. right? Like if you want to make your own 12 to 20 songs of Chris Brown, it's like unfuckwittable. Right. But you can't necessarily pluck one album out of his catalog and just get a masterpiece. So mm-hmm. I'm always longing for the Chris Brown masterpiece, right? So I'm hoping maybe we get lucky and this is it. It wasn't really nothing telling me that. I'm just always hopeful that this is it. So I turn on the Breezy album and it comes out the gate right away. Well, before I even turn it on, I'm already reading the track list and it's just like feature, 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 feature. feature. And I'm just like, oh mm-hmm. my God. And let me just tell y'all something from me personally my personal gripe. I don't wait 12 to 18 months for a Chris Brown project to hear what Dirk is doing. <laughs> I don't wait on CB to hear what little baby got to say this month. I listen, and I know we fuck with him here on the podcast, but I don't give a fuck what Jack Harlow has to say mm-hmm. when CB drops. So it's very, very frustrating for me to have to hear feature after feature after feature when I just want to hear one of the greatest talents in male R&B because I've said it to you recently that women are kicking our ass in R&B right mm-hmm. now. Like we are mm-hmm. getting curb stomped by women in R&B right now. Mm-hmm. So when we get one of our actual kings to release, I got to hear Dirk. I got to hear Baby. I got to hear Jack Harlow. I got to hear Lil Wayne. I got to hear DJ Drama. Like I turned it off after 10 songs, bro. I turned it off. I was fucking pissed. Now, I did read enough of the track list to see that the feature stopped around 12. Mm-hmm. And like Blast was the last feature on the on the track list. And I was like, there's some hope that it turns into the second half R&B. But by track 11, I was just, Wes, I was so mad. I turned it off. I was just like, you know what? Let me see what this Giveon sounds like because I ain't getting what I need right here. Sidebar, we don't have to go too far into it. I know that's your man's uh, heartbreak fire. anniversary is a classic of yours. But let the this Gibeon one here. The album is, mwah. 
My man, I wasn't even going to say it. I'm glad you said it. You that was hoping gift, I listened, didn't you? That, that nigga, I was surprised by the Giveon album. I said, whoa, whoa, Give whoa. Giveon's album was surprisingly meaty, Paul's, if I need boy. to say. Like, it stuck nah. to the ribs. I yeah. didn't just listen to it on Friday. I listened to it on Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I've been listening to it. So, finally, I got my refresher. I got the R&B that I needed. So, I gained myself some patience as, after listening to Giveon. And then mm-hmm. I returned to the Breezy album. And I started at track 12 with Blast. Okay. Good song. Good okay. song. Going forward, the rest of the album, amazing. I can't wait to go into my computer and delete the rest of that album and just have mm-hmm. 12 songs of Chris Brown R&B. Like the second, the latter half, side B of that tape, he did his thing. Chris Brown showed up and did what Chris Brown does. But I just got that gripe. Like I am, I know Chris Brown can rap. I know he's multi-talented, and I'm not mad at him for that. But I need him to scorpion me, dog. Like, separate these shits for me, bro. Like, I don't want to hear that shit. I mean, essentially, that's what it was. That's why it was split like that. He, like, did. he just and didn't he announce did. it like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But definitely, and even again, I almost like, left, though, is what's concerning. Like, I almost left not to return. For me, like you say, we always had that conversation about the, this. This is this is that album for me. Um, this is probably the okay. album that I'm going to pick out for Chris as being like, the closest one, one to the one. Yeah, th- this is his one. And I, and I will say, um, I felt the same way when I opened it up, when I saw all the features back to back to back to back. It's like, God damn, nigga, you ain't want to Again, again, I'd rather him do it th- there than like put privacy right before a fucking rap song. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want, I don't want to get him, him into his privacy take you down bag and then immediately a little Dirk feature come on after it. So if you're going to do that, I'd rather him do it the way he did I, it. I, I mean, I guess that like when it comes to that first half of the albums, I guess at this point in life, like the those the the Chris Brown songs with the features, the the type of that song, like give me twelve go crazies. Like I guess that's what I want to hear. You know what I'm saying? Like the 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 way that that all meshed together. Um, because like you say, all all of them aren't it, but I I don't I don't think I heard a bad one out of that first half of the album. Like you say, I, I can understand being frustrated with it, but. Chris Brown is also one of those artists that we got to understand at this point too. Now, you know, the same gripe that they have about Drake. He got to service all of his audiences. He got to, he got to get it out. Chris Brown is too talented to not do it. Yeah. Like, and like the nigga said in one of the interviews, like he started with like 250 songs. Like imagine having to break (laughs) 250 down to 24 and you can only imagine like out of them 250, like they probably categorized by the fifties of vibes. You know what I'm saying? Like, Here's a ballad. Here's a art. You know, what I'm here's just a slow jam. Here's a here's a popping joint or here's a dance joint. Like, and I just got to go through quick, here and Speaking of 250 out. songs, how much? Not yes or no. How much cocaine do you think Chris Brown does exactly? Um, that jaw is loose, loose. You see his I'm jaw gonna, and drink jams, dog. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna say the amount of coke that he does has to do with his custody agreement. Okay, we'll how leave often, that at that. That's if he doesn't have <laughs> he doesn't have his child. The coke usage is up. If he has his baby, then he's not doing it that day. You know what I'm None of our business. I think, I think he's being a responsible coke user, if that's the case. Uh-huh. Functional addict. That's there fine. you go. That's all. That's mm-hmm. always what I'm talking about. But like, th- definitely the second part of the album where he, you know, gets into his bag is definitely where it's at. Um, you know, we we talked about Warm Embrace here when it came out. Shout Great out to the song. fucking video. The video is phenomenal with him and Normani. If you've not seen the video, fam, that shit's. Uh, Particularly the parts where, like, it's, the beginning is pretty weird to me. Um, but once he gets into like the dance scene with Normani and the whole underwater shit, and then he gets into the, I like, have not seen it. Nah, it's a fire video, and when he gets into this like desert scene with the mirror joint. Like, it's pre- pretty fucking fire. So, like, I enjoyed that. But like, the second half was his bag, and again, like, this is probably the one that I probably say 
is 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 his one currently. I feel like the the twenty four from Chris is mad digestible. So anybody complaining about twenty four, <laughs> yeah. don't don't listen to nothing else, please. Yeah, just don't even deal with CB. Yeah, you definitely you definitely not gonna make it through. But then like also to double down after I you know finish running to the Chris. Like I, I noticed the Giveon first. I listened to the Chris Brown first, and once I got done with Chris, I immediately went to Giveon and started humming. After you know every fifth or sixth line, give that me boy that solid. Thing. Nah, he went in on that. It was it was a surprise. I, I, again, I maybe I wasn't up on game. Maybe I was blind to it. I didn't see it. I didn't know it was coming out though. And you didn't even know so, it was coming. You just it was like, worth huh, it. I like him. Yeah, it was, it was worth it. Yeah. Um, Chris Brown is that guy. Uh, he did his his usual superstar uh, media circuit. Uh, I got a, yeah. Came. I was about to say I got a great fam. I, I didn't okay. know if he was trying to move out of this or, but I, I I definitely I wrote this part down specifically about Chris Brown and like the interviews and shit. Like he so he did Big Boy. Um, mm-hmm. he did Million Dollars Worth of Game. Um, that's getting real bad. I I did not mind this interview for Million Dollars Worth of Game, and and again, it's always Wallow. Shout out to Wallow that always Shout Wallow. Like, who cares? Yeah, Wallow always you know Strong make make sure Wallow. it's right. Like get, get, Gilly, I guess Gilly is the derelict of the podcast. Like he does what he needs to do, and, and he gets his point. Like it's almost like Ren and Stimpy fam are like Pinky in the brain. Like mm-hmm. Wallow is is the brain, and and Gilly is definitely yeah. Pinky. You know what I'm saying? But like he he did those two, and then he also did Drink Champs, and this is where my gripe comes from. Let's go. And, and you know, I got a gripe from Drink Champs too. You so know we you know we are um we are podcast championers here you know we support uh we support. All, all of the podcasts that we fuck with period sure. um so we, we've always championed nori and you know the truth is the truth reality is reality we always tend to you know place that here however you might feel about it call it what you want to the truth is the truth coming from us um me personally at this point like Nori is probably one of the worst and most disrespectful <laughs> interviewers of oh. all times. And like, how do you think telling me I'm great while you are slurring your fucking words <laughs> is the greatest form of appreciation that you can show me? And he gets it off by disguising it with his genuine happiness and appreciation. Mm-hmm. This is the only reason that Nori gets this shit off. And he and he can get his uh his group of people around him to like shout streamers and sounds off at any given time, but like I honestly don't want to sit with a nigga who doesn't know what the word dwell means or can't figure <laughs> what is, out what, that word? what the word dwell means within the context of a sentence. And like seriously, fam, for like you to for me to invite you into my home, and and then not even for nothing like the, the, his interviewing skills, because sometimes sometimes his questions are fire. I do give him that, um, but the again the overall fam, you can't tell me that I, you want to give me my flowers and you can't even look me in the face right now, dog. And then not for nothing, bro. You come on this podcast every time you get on this podcast and get sloppy fucking drunk, dog. Everybody does not want to be sloppy drunk along with you on your podcast fam so like stop for stop forcing people to take shots just because you want to keep taking shots like keep let the people you are interviewing stay with it because that's not even i don't even yeah i don't even want to have a day after like oh i was wilding on the drink champs podcast because this nigga nori got me drunk like no this nigga needs to understand what the word no like he wanted 
he was playing the quick time with slime game and like this nigga was choosing one answer. Like the game is either choose one or the other. And if you can't choose, we take a shot. This nigga was choosing the answer. And this nigga Nori was wanting to pour shots for everybody. All right, take a shot. Like, Let's damn, take a shot. Let's did the yeah, thing. You chose, you chose puff over Dr. Dre. Let's take a shot for you choosing puff. Like, nigga, <laughs> no, like that's not how the fucking game works. I think man. also like, uh, along with what you were saying about like Nori can get the shit off. Cause he's such a fan and such like a super fan of music. And he appreciates the culture and it's charming how he gives it up. Mm-hmm. But it's a two-sided coin, too, because not only that, but he also gets it off because he's living in a really good spot with the culture right now to where most of the people that he deals with in interviews and has on his show are big fans of his. That's that's to me, is the biggest X factor. Like, we all love I Love My Life. We all love Super Thug. Banned from TV is a hip. Like, we... 80 or more percent of the people he have on the show are fans of Noriega to begin with. So it's like when you young and Noriega's in that sweet spot of his life to where like most of the people he have on watched him bring Pharrell in the game and watched him do super thug and like remember what, what, what and around the crib. So in your mind, you've always wanted to meet Noriega anyway. So you kind of let your guard down when you're around and you start drinking and you just like, as he's a fan of you, you a fan of him, and then it kind of becomes that's where you get the synergy from. You know what I'm saying? Now, I say that to say, eventually, that time is going to run out. You're going to start getting people that's going to start coming on the like, show that don't give a fuck about Super Thug. Not, not, not for nothing. We come from an age where, like, we'll say the OGs, the big homies, like, they, they, they held a certain reverence. Mm-hmm. And, like, you never really saw your big homie or your OG, like, for lack of better terms, you never saw them act goofy. You know what I'm saying? And if you did see them do something out of character, that looked weird to you. So like, where does that not exist within our culture anymore? Because same, same. And like, let me ask you this, and this is why it'll never happen. But like, do you think Jay-Z ever goes and sits down with Noriega on the drink champs podcast? No. And mainly, and mainly why not? Like not, and because we like know because Hov and all drinking. that other shit. Like, but this is what I'm. This is what I'm saying. Like the product that you give me, fam, and like you gonna keep press. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it got to be way too polished for Hove to go and do it, and it's not authentic to Drink Champs anymore. You know what I'm saying? And even though we talked about that a long time ago, this nigga is interviewing uh in, in, Instagram. You know what I'm saying? He interviewing anybody he can get on now because that that original tagline don't work no more. We right. now, now you just love everybody because keep it going. Yeah, but like I and and again, like bro, I, I I've recognized this about myself, not even just with this Noriega thing, bro. And like, I be getting different signs and signals of it, fam. Like I I'm really different, bro. Like I'm, I, and we talked about it here, fam. I'm just not easily impressed, and a lot yeah. of people are easily impressed. And I blame the internet, and we can get into that whole loophole and shit, fam. But like, some shit is just basic as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Or like, you even like pe- people aren't even. People are listening with their opinions versus listening with their ears, fam. And Absolutely. these are the people that I no longer want to talk to anymore. Like, if you, if I say something to you and you have a response back to me that has zero to do with what I said, then you weren't listening to me. Like, I need you to listen mm-hmm. to what I'm actually saying, dog, because I'm not, I'm not talking just to speak. And like, I've identified several of those people within the past few weeks, bro, and I just cut them off. Like, I don't. Yeah, they just waiting that. on their turn to talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't fuck with that at all. So, like, it, 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 uh, it pertains to a lot of shit in my life currently. I, I find it interesting. Uh, we got to get one more music thing out of goddamn. We spent a lot of time on music. Eh, we'll we'll get there. Uh, whatever. I, did you catch this past Sunday the BET Awards? I had no intention on catching any. 
No, and I'm I'm glad you brought this up, fam, because I was so confused. Um, and maybe I'm getting the dates wrong, but I feel like when I saw the commercial with MC Light screaming over different <laughs> BET logos, leave Light across, alone. I'm just saying, he's a I great way for commercials. Yeah, I'll buy any I, car she's in. <laughs> when I saw that advertisement, I was confused because I swear she said the BET Awards live June 24th midnight. <laughs> that's wrong and i was like wait 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 wait, what i was like when when is the bet awards coming on and i was confused from that very point so i was like i'm gonna just have to catch the highlights dog because i don't know yeah, when this comes I'm just, on i'm too confused to even look for the real. way too confused um so i just kind of had the tv on and i was bored talking to my wife and i was looking for background chat i was like that's right the awards is on and i y'all, was i cut it on like an hour in like i, I had no intention of watching i want to say right now before you finish the story y'all are 3 for 3 on just cutting on an award show then we be just cutting shit on bro you're 3 for 3 with this story i can already tell i just happened to cut it on and you know me bro i've said it on this show a million times if you don't know me by now then you will never ever ever know me ooh like, fam, I cut it on. Didn't even know Puff was getting any kind of award la- or Had Sunday no night. Clue. Come to find out it was a lifetime motherfucking achievement award. And I was like, nice. well, God damn, I am right on time. Nice. nice. Right on time to see my man get his just due. And I turned it up and me and my wife spun around in the chair and watched Puff get his just due and watched the whole performance. First of all, it was super dope to see Shine up there with Puff. That was amazing. I missed it. Uh, I'm it's always go, great to see Jada, Ke- Jada Kiss and Sheik up there, and they did a little bit of Benjamins. But the highlight for me was Mary J. Blige coming out the back and doing I'm Going Down. Okay. And within the first line of the song, you heard her like do the thing where like you kind of know the words, mm. but you don't really know the words. She just was kind of... And I was like, what? Wait, what? Like, that's when I like lean my ear and like, did I just, did she just mumble? And at first I thought I was tripping, but then she did it a few more times throughout the song. And it was just like, now I wasn't giving Mary a hard time. She's 78 years old. She is a queen in hip hop and R&B. She can afford to fuck up her. It's her shit. She can fuck it up if she wants. But what I found interesting, because I turned to my wife and I was like, wow, this is actually bringing me joy. Not that I want to see Mary's downfall, but you know those moments when you're singing a song and you feel like you know it? Like in your mind, when you think of a song, you're like, I know that shit. And then you get to singing it out loud and then you learn like everybody else. Like, damn, I really don't know that shit, huh? I feel like that was a moment for Mary. Like, I think when Puff asked her to do I'm Going Down, she was like, that song got like, 12 lyrics at the most. It's just slow as hell with 12 mm-hmm. lyrics. I know that. And she probably never even practiced knowing for sure she knew the song, got up there on stage, and was as surprised as we was that she don't know that song. Yeah, That no, was amazing to me. That's definitely an overconfidence thing. And then there's a uh, there's a thing that I'd like to add to that is it's either too much tequila or she was way too high off the off the pack. She was smoking mm-hmm. too much because I do be one of them things. You'd be like, this is my hit. Like I know my hit. And like you, yeah, now nah, you know that fucking melody. And you know what? Sometimes word to a drawback, callback to the panties thing. If you say panties enough times, fam, it sounds like a weird <laughs> word. Funny, like man. Yeah, but like say anything and it starts to sound like a weird word. Like which word? I forget what word I was saying, but like you could just say anything for a while. Moist is one of those. You see what I'm saying? Sometimes you run across these words, you'd be like responsible, responsible, responsible. <laughs> like, ah, just not fucking with that word. And it might give you some some concerns. Like she got out there and she recognized that 
she's really been like robot humming her way through all of these songs for a while and <laughs> she doesn't actually know the words she just knows the moans you know what i'm saying to to get through the song uh, speaking of robot lil kim came out and she little kim did fam like, at this point she's bro, doing the meme bro. before she even raps any lyrics fam, like what is, what is this i meant to bring this up weeks ago because i saw two different videos of her in the same week performing being that dumbass little Kim robot and doing that dumbass thing, and I was like, "She, by definition, she's ready for a versus." Somebody it's get not her. Even funny. Fuck I need some. I here. want somebody to whoop her. Ass. This is what I'm saying, fam. By definition, she she needs to hang it up because that shit that shit is sad to watch, dog. Hey, quiet as kept, doing that shit. Quiet as kept. If we ever got a little Kim Foxy Brown versus Foxy, been away for so long and so quiet. Foxy will whoop Kim ass in the verses just off. off the strength of we haven't seen her a lot and there's no way she's weirder than yeah. Kim. All I, that's what I was about to say. All she got to do is come out and look like herself still and she won. And she will win, bro. That oh. would be an interesting night. That yeah, would that would be, be disgusting. Uh, what else did I have? Oh, on, that? No, was, on, on, that, on that same Diddy oh, thing, please. though, I do want to just point out the fact that, um, of course, I didn't catch that shit, but I saw the Kanye speech. Um, yeah. And it warmed my heart to hear Kanye's affinity for Diddy. And then like, because I know how you feel about Diddy and I know how you feel about Kanye. Kanye hearing that it was a moment from Kanye, for me. Fam, it warmed my heart, dog. I ain't even gonna lie. You were who so I good. thought about when I heard. I said, well, look at the lineage there. You know, I'm a lineage guy. So yeah, lineage, and it makes so much sense, <laughs> don't it? Like, there. my man love Ye. He love Puff. Puff love Ye. This and, makes all the wanna, sense in the fam, world. you wanna know not not even that like just the, the fact that like Kanye really like let you into his brain with the mm-hmm. whole like the, the 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 it was a bar like you know you know him by a lot of names like you know him by Diddy Puff Daddy Song Kong mm-hmm. Kanye Daddy, Yeezy it's all yay. about love it's all about like that that, was, that was the bar and then I I really hope that he continues this fam and I might I'm gonna have to pick it up in a joking form but in Jesus name is hard I don't That's care all, nobody why, how did he yeah. make in Jesus name to that end, hard, bro. To end, to end you being done talking, saying in Jesus' in name, Jesus I name. promise you I'm a but doctor. But then the whole BET was like, Amen. Amen. <laughs> I love it. Bro, Kanye Kirk Franklin don't got that much crowd control. <laughs> Kirk Franklin couldn't great. get that off that smooth, bro. I, I love Kanye. I love Sean P. Diddy Combs. Man, that, that man Sean Combs yeah. is so infectious, bro. Like, his energy... I know there's a lot of YouTube conspiracy theories about him being the devil and keeping six, six, six-year-old, six-foot-tall <laughs> boys in his basement and all of that shit. But, it, it, bro, if his energy don't make you feel good, then I don't know what to tell you about speaking being about, black, bro. Like, I speaking, love of, speaking about energy and shit, and we don't have to stay here long, but I just want to call out some cap when I see some cap. Um, Let's talk cap. And we talked about Kendrick a little bit last week, and this is him capping. Um, you can't tell me... That you're so humble, um, you can't tell people to take off the fake deep and, you know, all of that shit. And you literally went and got a Tiffany diamond-encrusted Jesus replica crown. I'm so proud of you. you are wet, cat. I was so I'm disgusted. I'm so proud of you for real. I was so I forgot disgusted, to fam. I was like, this nigga has to get the fuck. And, like, not only that, like, the, the fucking N95 video, you're levitating the butt, like, I need Kendrick Duckworth Lamar. What the fuck are you doing? If your ultimate end goal is to tell us that you're Jesus, fam, get there, please, because I'm tired. (laughs) I'm tired of you dragging this shit out, dog. Like, fam, it made me so mad earlier when I seen this shit. (laughs) 
I don't know what he's doing, bro. Like, and this ain't even me like being ultra religious. Like, oh, that's blasphemy. You taking the Lord's name in vain? I just think it looks dumb. Like, it's as simple as that for me, bro. Like, it just looks dumb. I ain't even gonna lie, it's sweet. But the fact that it's diamond encrusted is what made me be like, oh, you on that bullshit, Kendrick? Like, (laughs) you on that? But okay, you you don't have. You wanted a chain, but you couldn't let yourself do it because all the shit you've been talking for years. This is a a chain. Crusted Tiffany made Jesus crown. Like this is a chain. You full of yourself at home, bro. Like that's why you don't leave the house because you're so full of yourself. You know, outside mm-hmm. ain't nobody taking that shit. So like, fuck out of here on my radar. Still number three. I, uh, he might be sliding the four, bro. Boogie's better than. Uh, <laughs> I got another fuck out of here for you. Um, in sports news, we can finally get off music. Y'all, hour into the podcast. In sports news, uh, Candace Parker records mm. the WNBA's. Third ever triple double in their whole league history. She had 10 points, 14 rebounds, and exactly 10 assists. So not only did she get wait, a wait, triple wait, double. Wait, 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 wait. Can you pause, please? Please. You're telling me Candace Parker is like, this is the third time this has ever happened. In I'm not saying she history. reached third place in overall no, I, triple doubles. I'm trying to, I, I, know. I want to be clear. Audience, I'm not saying true. that she passed somebody and is now third all-time triple doubles. This is what I'm trying to Candace tell Candace Parker got yeah. her third triple double in her now career in the and she is book. now in the lead for the most triple doubles in WNBA history with three. I'm pretty sure Russell Westbrook has gotten three in a week before. I'm pretty sure Steph Curry did that in the first game, first quarter of game six, fam, just now. I'm well, almost positive. What made me, and I know this is low-hanging fruit. I know we yeah. pick on the WNBA a lot. <laughs> but the fruit was so low because it's so ripe. Like, the fact that it was only three in the whole league's history, and then when you look at the stat line, you're like, oh, she must have went off. You just know you're going to look at 24 points, 14 rebounds, and 12 assists. She had 10 points. She had exactly enough points it took to get the triple-double. Bro. She only had four more rebounds than she needed and exactly enough to get hey, 10 I, assists. I don't even want to laugh at her no more. I want to tell you that I love you, and I'm just going to accept <laughs> this the is fact. The cr- I'm going to accept the fact that you might be lying to me right now because I just don't want to believe that that's true. So I, I love you, and I'm going to go there's ahead. There's only been you. three of these in WNBA history, and no. it ain't like they wasn't recording no, the stats No, before. there's been... Like, tell me there's been 56 triple doubles in NBA, WNBA history. She just holds three of them, which makes her the number. Don't know. <laughs> and there's point guards in this league, by the way. Like, there are, they do have the same positions as the regular men's NBA, where there are ball handlers that could be scoring and passing it enough to get double doubles and I mean, almost get the triple double enough to where this should have been shattered off. I don't want to make an inappropriate joke, but Russell Westbrook should definitely become Juana Man and go. Fuck he needs a win. WNBA bro. up. It would dog. be good for the. If nothing else, it would be good for ratings. I turn it on. I would. But definitely. I tell you what, I'm not turning on is Candace Parker's 10, 14, and ten. That's how long has the WNBA been around? It's been since the nineties, right? The nineties, I believe. Sometimes I think that's, it started in the nineties. That's upsetting. Like that, that that's upsetting, and like I, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't want to say anything wrong, so maybe I have to think on that. Yeah, we probably got to take it easy. It's yeah, time for us yeah. to take our foot off the gas. <laughs> Hopefully, the women that listen to this show find this as funny as we do, and if you don't, we apologize. Uh, I, I want to bring back a segment to our show that we probably haven't visited in a few months, and I know this is one of your favorites, and I can see your eyes going up, like, "Ooh, what's this? It's one of my favorites." Is it racist? 
Okay. I we like gotta it. bring back is it racist? And you you want to know what I'm itching to bring back too? I just haven't found the right thing to discuss, but a, a what would you do is definitely coming down the pipe. We need a what would you we do? We need a what would you do? Maybe fam. it's what we were talking about at the top of this podcast. It's a little too real this week that <laughs> maybe, we will maybe, maybe talk about in a couple of weeks once me and yeah, Morris yeah, can yeah. laugh about it a little oh, bit more. Um, shit. It's not funny right now. <laughs> but this is pertaining Moments to my it's funny. not funny yet. Moments me and my wife did laugh yesterday. <laughs> we laughed yesterday, but we ain't ready to share it with y'all. It's not yet. We laughed, um, but it ain't funny. Laughing does not fun, speak, ain't, Nigga, y'all can't funny. laugh yet. This no. ain't for y'all yet. Uh, oh, my goodness. Okay, but this is my wife's story. And I might have to call her in here to give you the real, like, wheat and grains of this. You scene. know I will take a Donnie V feature any I'll, day I'll call week. her in here. I'm going to preface the story for you. My wife told me that this past week she was in the grocery store with my daughter while I was at work. And they had to pick up, you know, just little odds and ends. I think it was like... Bread, tortillas, you know, just and let me guess. And let me guess, she couldn't go down the liquor aisle, and some strange eighty-six-year-old man said, "Hey, do you want to go down this aisle? I'll watch your child for you." (laughs) (laughs) I hope she leaves. If that was the case, I would hope that she would do me a favor and leave Uh, the baby with him, because that at least would be better than what I did. I want you to know that after we produced that show and we released it to the world. I sweated for seven straight days at my wife listening to that episode. She still hasn't heard it yet. She's behind a couple of weeks. So You're doing great. Ooh, prayers up that I am still married oh, so, by the time yeah. this one releases. By the time um, she hears that, way too late. Oh, man, too late now. She's already safe and sound here at home. Um, I'm sorry. I had to get that one off. Yeah, right too bad. Oh, sometimes we go too far with the show. Uh, my wife was in the grocery store picking up odds and ends. It wasn't even like a big trip. Like we don't take big trips anymore. I think that's something you do when you're in your twenties, when you fill the whole basket up because you ain't been in a month. Like, man, what are you doing? Not going to the grocery store regularly enough to and, let your grocery list pile this high. And not even that. Currently, gas or groceries cost eight hundred dollars every time you go to the store. Anyways, <laughs> and you don't get nothing. So, like, nigga, we went to the grocery store this morning and we went down. However many hours we went down, my wife was like, "All right, we done." I said, "We done." What the fuck did we get? <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to have $72 worth of pizza rolls in your basket because you have been letting laundry pile up in your house. That's all I'm saying. But my wife was in there getting odds and ends, and she told me that a random white man came up to her in the store. And before I tell you this quote, I'm going to start by saying I'm not lying. I'll call her in here if you need me. I'm, st- I'm stressed out already. The white man came up to my wife and said, do you have enough money for all this? <gasps> Now, I want to make sure I get right what she said in reply and how this all went down. Because I did not ask her any details. It was too juicy to even dig into the story too much because I was like, we have to talk about this on the podcast. Wes has to hear about this. So talk to the people real quick. I'm going to grab my wife because this, I can see the confusion right. in your face. Now, talk I am, through now, your confusion. I'm going to talk myself through this for you while you go and get Donovan for sure. Because Please. there's like a... There is a comparison here that I could make because, like, maybe if this dude is walking around with, like, a camera crew, um, he has, like, security and shit. Um, the, because I don't... Are you familiar with Steve Will Do It? No. Okay, well, there's a guy named Steve Will Do It. He's like, owns this Happy Dad brand. He has, like, seltzers and all types of shit. But apparently this dude is, like, filthy fucking rich. And he spends uh-huh. a gang of money every week. He literally goes places and, like, hands people thousands and thousands of dollars and, like, pay it. He does all types of He's shit. He's like, so, like Mr. Beast or some shit. 
Yeah, if it's Steve will do it, I'm not upset. But like, if you look like you are just Mr. College Professor from New Mexico <laughs> University, I might have a slight problem with this if you don't tell me that you teach like African-American studies. And I still might have a mystery. <laughs> I need you to at least teach. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. My wife is here. This is going to be the first time that I'm even getting the full run now because I had to stop oh, her. Shit. Take the note in my phone because I wanted the genuine information as you got it. I didn't I want don't know why you, any more private information this to me. That. I don't know why you. The, and I wanted to, pre, before she even tells the story, I want to say this is why I don't even try to send my pregnant wife to the store by herself because <laughs> I don't want the story afterwards. I'd rather like be talking about how I left a nigga laid out now seven. That's what I was Because I was going to ask you, like, what do I need to do? Like, do I need to I don't go, know. We'll okay, figure it out. Let's get the story yeah, from my wife. We'll my wife is here. Hello, love. Hi, Donovan. I'm sorry. Before you even tell us what you need to tell us, you don't know what's happening, but I just want to tell you, I'm sorry for episode 143. You don't know that one yet, but just store that in your memory bank. I'm telling Wes, I'm telling Wes in the audience about your incident here at Smith's, which is, as we know, back home to be Kroger's, the grocery store. Yeah. And the man coming up to you and saying what? Oh, he just, that was so. Oh my God. So he came up to me and said, do you have enough money for that? Now, did, now, he, say, did he say it with confidence? Or yeah, like this is, these are all the questions I wanted to ask, like, but I had to stop myself. Did he seem like he was just like genuinely, like he wanted to do a good thing? Like he wanted to be a good Samaritan? How did it feel like he was saying it? As though I was a single mom on welfare. Could he, like, was your food stamp card hanging out of your pocket? <laughs> you got to stop wearing it as a necklace. <laughs> first, first of all, you have to stop wearing it as a necklace. Ma'am, can you please take your EBT card off the lanyard? Okay, can we please? Can you please stop using your EBT card as a barrette? What else am I going to use my hole punch for? <laughs> right, right. I got to figure out what the hole punch. I got to figure this out. It was, it was so... Okay. Awkward. Okay, so he asked you like you were a poor single mother, and what was your response? Exactly <laughs> how you see me like right now. Like you were frozen. My mouth was agape, and agape. I, I, <laughs> I couldn't. Come. Oh, she's poor and she's hungry. Look at how her mouth is swung <laughs> right. open. My mouth. <laughs> she can't close her mouth. She's so hungry. This is crazy. Uh, my mouth is so malnourished. <laughs> <laughs> But I, you know, I, I really don't, I, initially I didn't have any words. I just, I was uh, taken back by the question that was being posed to me. And I just looked at him and I, and I looked at Cam. <laughs> you got to look at your baby, right? Like, you, I think in that moment, she probably was like, did I do her hair today? <laughs> I mean, you, and, and let me, before, before you get to that part, let me do say this because we did, we went out the other day, right? And my kids have went and dressed themselves. I will leave that statement <laughs> to, to itself. And my pregnant wife is walking around here with her belly out. And I was like, lucky fucking me. I get to go out with all of you. And I got to explain this. So, like, I understand having to look at your kid and being like, do you look homeless today? Like, did, well, what was do you the look, look on your face, the, babe? Did you look like a single mom? Were no. you doing your single mom face? So No. I don't what know we, what a single mom face looks like. What were you concerned about at the moment? Apparently, your I, face said something. I'm looking at Cam from the answer. Maybe she had it. I don't know because I did not know what to say. And so I looked back at this gentleman and I said, yes, <laughs> because I didn't know if there was a right or wrong answer. And for real, for real, I wonder, I, I wondered what would have happened if I would have said no. Right. Like, was he just going to comp your groceries? Yeah, that's. And I mean, 
it, it's inflation 2022. We you kind of feel right, bad. At this point, right. you kind of feel bad that you didn't just lie and say you couldn't get it? I mean, to a degree, <laughs> we could have had some extra stuff. If and it ain't like case. she had, like we was talking about, it ain't like she had a, I'm 23 years old, this is my first apartment, stacked to the ceiling yeah, grocery no. cart, right? Like, you didn't have that much shit. I, I just, just want... Okay, I anyway. just feel like when somebody asks you a question like that, you automatically get like a token to ask them a question back. <laughs> so like, I feel like you could have been like, "Yeah, I got enough money, but do you want to pay for it?" Like, I feel, I feel like I feel like you could have definitely thrown that back to him and got a little bit more information. Like, You're right. I You're- I pray at night to be in situations like this where I can like ask somebody, "What the fuck are you thinking right now?" Like, like he asks her, "Like, do you have enough money for all this?" And then she goes. I don't know. Do you have past transgressions that you want clearance for? Yeah. Like, is this reparations? Like, do you are you going to write something off on your taxes? Like, what the fuck are we doing here? But see, myself, I, I couldn't. I couldn't bring myself to lie to this man because no. I did. Plus, you didn't have enough time to think. That, too. I but can I'm understand just, that. I get yeah, that. Yeah, I, I just, I, I didn't know what else to do. Our daughter is with us, with, with me. And she clearly doesn't have shoes on. It's not running down her nose. Her hair is nappy. I was about to say, and honestly, had you said no, he might have just double-checked you guys off for kidnapping. Oh, yep. Perfect candidates. <laughs> yeah, like... Anything is possible in our little town. I don't put anything past anyone. So, and and then I'm like, well, what am I saying to Cam? Even though she wouldn't remember, I don't believe she would remember that incident, but certainly I don't want her, (laughs) you know, to see mommy just straight lying. Like, and then that's how I feel. Again, she won't remember that. Right, because then you have to like stand in the checkout line with him as he comps the groceries. You have to like bow to him and thank him. I was about to say the same thing. Does like Mr. Benjamin break a $100 bill out of his fucking wallet at the fucking (laughs) register? But (laughs) not only that, you have to understand. So in this town, it is small enough to where I know who's checking me out Mm. at at the cashier line. They know I have even a business credit card. Like, Mm. so if they just see this man randomly paying for my groceries. Oh my God. (laughs) No. That's a bad look. It's going to get back to my boss. She's going to look at me like I'm crazy. Like, nah, I can't (laughs) take that risk. So after you declined his donation. Yes. What happened? He just walks away. He just disappears. Put his hands in his pocket. Whistling Dixie. (laughs) Absolutely not. He, 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 you know, he proceeded to just continuously stare me in my eyes and said, my name is Bob. Have a good day. Like, so now you know you can go to Bob? Like, do you think Bob is how many levels above Bob is is from Nate and set it off that you can Dog, call if you're in a bind? I hate you because in my head right now I said I'm in a bind, Bob. It I'm don't in a bind, right. Nate. <laughs> I'm in a bind, Bob. Like, <laughs> and then why would it say my name is Bob? Like you can just scream Bob up at the clouds and Bob will just descend. And then like with I don't. Who's to say he wouldn't? <laughs> I don't know if I believe that. Is your name Bob or is it William or Robert? This, this whatever town the fuck is Bob's so strange with like, shit like that. Because on the one hand, this is like one of the few places I've ever been in life where I don't feel like I'm black all the time, right? Like yeah. people don't treat you a certain way based on your appearances ninety percent of the time. But that other ten percent, you're getting told in the parking lot of a business establishment, "Hey, you're so cute. I wish I could adopt you." Yeah. Like, remember the lady told oh, me that? I like, absolutely. oh, I wish I could take you I home and just this. adopt you. And I'm like, 
Bitch, I'm 38. Like, what are you talking about? I was about, about to say, to you as an adult? Like, bitch, I'm what? I'm 38 years old. But write we know me, now. Write me, write me into the will. Don't but adopt me. But we know me. now that adults adopting adults is a thing. Yeah, adults. I mean, you so. guys had a whole four-episode order. of. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know about Bob, man. I, I really feel that Bob might have been on the spectrum. Mm, possibly. It's possible. Okay, uh, well, speak, and speaking Juneteenth of being, might have still been fresh in Bob's mind. Also, speak, speak, speaking of being on the spectrum, I don't want to change topics, uh, you know, too fast here. We can stay here if we need to, but um, I am happy and semi sad to report that um, when the next bowling league came around, we were going to quit on John, but somehow John has already quit on us. He hasn't showed <laughs> Wait, up the what? past. <laughs> John has not showed up the past two weeks for bowling, and I feel like I have to. Bob share heard that the podcast. Here. He Bob did. Heard the podcast. He he heard it. God damn it, Wes. <laughs> I told you to start locking these episodes. I tried. I tried. It didn't work. Thank you, babe, for, for uh, oh. clarifying that for us. Yeah. I just had to bring back, uh, is it racist? For you? Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, but to answer the question of, is it racist? Absolutely. Like, did you catch Bob asking any white women, any hollies, as I like to call right. them? Did you catch him asking any hollies? What was I wasn't sticking around long enough to ask and and, I mean, and, and like keep Bob out. Like I had to get out. Cam was with me. It would have been different if if she wasn't. But the yeah. fact that she was, it was time to go. I, yes, I can understand. I can understand that. But that's honestly one of like my worst fears when my wife goes to the store alone. That something's gonna happen. And I'm gonna look like Forrest Gump running down. You'll be looking crazy, trying to get there because, babe, I'm quicker than what you can come back and get me. Like I can run adrenaline over the fries to be a nigga. This this is exactly why you don't ask for nothing for Father's Day, other than to just secure the parameter. That's all you ask for is a secure parameter. Cool day is all we're looking for. Um, speaking. Thank you, babe. You're welcome. Uh, Speaking of like the grocery store and purchases and funding and shit like that, I got another gripe for you, bro. Okay. So, do you do y'all have Papa Murphy's out there, the pizza establishment? Yes, not okay. Like, I haven't seen a bunch of them, but I, yes, I have seen Papa they're, Murphy's. They're in just, plazas just, next to just uh, like I, Sally's, just like I used African to see them at the crib. Store. And it's the same out here. I've never seen a soul come go in or come out of there. Um, so, well, here in New Mexico, our pizza is so bad. Papa Murphy's is like. Probably third in our hierarchy. And let me, and let me say, I think I've always been inquisitive of what's going on in Papa Murphy's. I've never <laughs> seen anybody go in. I've never heard anybody come out. But from what I hear about Papa Murphy's is you can basically go in there and like make your own kind of pizza. And it's I don't Subway know, for pies. Yeah, I don't know how many like style. I've never been inside of one. I've never like looked up the menu on a website or anything. But I feel like if niggas just didn't automatically laugh at Papa Murphy's like we laugh at Corduroy's now, I feel like... <laughs> Niggas will respect Papa Murphy's a little bit more because you can go in there and get whatever fucking pie that you want to get. Right, you can control the ratio of your pie. So it's not the worst idea in the world. It's just when you want pizza, it's usually because you don't want to go nowhere. Like, that's the conflicting part. It's like, okay, I want pizza, but you're telling me I got to go get the motherfucker, tell him what I want on it, and then, see, that's where the work stops for Subway. Not for Papa Murphy's because you get the bitch home and then you got to bake it yourself. Like, you got to put it in your oven. They don't have ovens. That's the part about Papa Murphy. That's, that's the problem. The shit. Now, if I can make the pizza and have you bake it for me, then we're in business. But the fact that you make me take it home and do all of that is where you fuck up. 
Well, see, now I'm about to bring you back in because that's how I used to feel for years about Papa Murphy's, but now I'm about to get you back on board. What if I told you that's just an opportunity for you to put your own premium toppings that you might have at the crib? Because I got a specific pepperoni that I like that no pizza place carries. Like, you know, you could get deli style pepperoni that's really, really good, high quality pepperoni. Go get you a Papa Murphy's fresh pizza, put your own toppings on it. And voila, you might got some shit now that's better than what they can make. Too much work still? I'm looking at it live on air to see what we got out of this fucking menu because may, maybe maybe you changed my mind. Probably not, but like I don't. That just seems like like why can't you bake it for me, fam? Like, like, like you you can, can have one the, oven back there, just one. I, I'm not yeah. asking for a belt. You, I, can, yeah, you don't I, need an oven belt like Domino's. Just one nah, oven. You probably, you probably do need an oven belt because I'm sure if you had an oven belt, like, I'm sure if you had the option for y'all to make it, more people would buy it for y'all to make it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where you really put your stamp on shit because, like, fam, if I got to take your pizza home and add some more shit to it, now it's my pizza, nigga. And it's no <laughs> now it's a my man. Yeah, I just paid the credit. Yeah, you don't get the credit for it. But if you baked it and I'd be like, mm, this is a good ass pizza, I'm going to keep going back to Papa Murphy's for that. But, like, if I can just make it myself, then shit, I might as well go to fucking Aldi's and just doctor up a pizza. See, and that's where I'm conflicted because it's just the pizza I hear so bad. But that's not even the rant I wanted to go on. I went to Papa Murphy's, picked up a plain cheese, which is basically construction paper to go home and do my own project. Right. And that's what I was getting. And I went to the register to pay for my cold dough and shredded cheese to go put in my own goddamn oven, right? And here's what I want to rant about. And these things are everywhere. It's not just a Papa Murphy's thing. So shout out to Papa Murphy. The new registers where the screen, like they boop, 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 put in your name, boop, 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 and then tell you your your amount, and then they flip the screen over and show Mm -hmm. it to you for you to swipe, sign, hit yes, no, see, all of that. It's basically an iPad on a swivel stand. It's an iPad on a swivel. And then the last question is, tip question mark, 10, 15, or 20%. Zero. Custom. Custom. I like the custom option. Custom zero, right? (laughs) This is what's going to make me mad. Like this is to, I know it probably seems like a better idea because it probably somehow with the numbers, it probably like boosts the amount of tips that these places get. But every time somebody swivels me the screen and you don't even have to like say anything to me for me to give you money, it's a huge turnoff for me. Like anytime (laughs) the screen gets swiveled to me for a tip, it makes me want to say no out the gate. And particularly with Papa Murphy's, not only... Am I picking up the pizza? You're not even delivering it to me. But I'm also cooking it, and you got the fucking nerve to ask me for seven more dollars? But, like, this, see, this is the thing about my whole, like, basically what I was saying earlier about being actively engaged in conversations and, like, uh-huh. listening with your ears and not listening with your opinion, fam. Like, a motherfucker did that shit to me at Wendy's last week, dog. Ordered all my shit at the drive-thru, and he goes, I'll see you at the window with a total. And I, my response was, there's a total right here. I can see. Yeah, yeah, I that I can see. Why can't you just tell me what the total is right here at the window now? Like, it doesn't matter where I get the total at because, again, I can see the total. But, like, that doesn't make any sense, fam. But because you're programmed like a fucking robot, you're just going to tell me you'll see me at the fucking window. With, what if I don't got 2263 <laughs> now? This only brought the, $23 and it was $2414. Yeah, and now we're staring at each other. Job. Yeah, now we staring at each other awkwardly at the window. And no, I don't want to take my chocolate frosty off. <laughs> That's what I came here for. That's what I came here for. <laughs> I'm 
just saying, fam. Like people are amazing to really like sit back and deal with, bro. Like, yeah, and like, fam, it was so funny. Another so, again, when I text you last week that I had went and picked up my Jack No Mac because this is real rap, no cap, we don't all the lie time on here. Except we don't when lie, we lie on this motherfucker. Only exactly. time we lie on here is when we lie, nigga. That's the only time we lie on this podcast, and most of those times we don't point that shit out. It's just a lie, and you got to pick that shit up if you pick it up. But like. I went to go pick up my food, fam, and they had the wrong, like, they had put the wrong receipt on the bag with the wrong name. So when I walked in, I didn't see my wife's name on the bag. So, like, I'm leaving it. I'm like, yo, like, nah, that's a Tim on it. They're like, oh, nah. It's like, they're like, you got this right? I'm like, yeah, they're like, oh, no, nah, it's all the right food. Like, nah, this is you. It just and say the nigga Tim. said, the nigga said, just say Tim. I can put the right receipt on it. I said, fam, I don't give a fuck what the receipt <laughs> says, dog. It can say, I own the KFC here. right now. As long as my food, it's in the bag. I don't care for you to go to waste my <laughs> seconds to go put is, the right tag on here. It's not Starbucks. Like, I don't need you to get the name right on my Swirly McCafe, bro. Like, just is the chicken and the fries in here or not? Bring the pink drink, goddammit. That's all I fucking care about. <laughs> pink lemonade is way better than lemonade, by the way. Like, have we clarified that here on the show? Some, something about pink turns it up. Just pink lemonade is better than standard lemonade. I don't know. And there's somebody with their earbuds in arguing with me right now. I love you and I'm glad you're listening to the show, but I don't give a fuck what you think. If you think yellow lemonade is better than pink lemonade, you're just wrong. Yeah, I don't know what flavor. Never mind. I was about to say I don't know what flavor <laughs> pink is, but I got an idea now. <laughs> it's vagina for sure. Yeah, um, basically. I got a question for you. Okay. Bro, what the fuck happened to your cactus? What happened to your cactus? Why would bro? you ask me what that? What happened to your cactus? Why would you ask me that and not ask me that before you ask me that? But I'm saying, like, is this is it too real? Because all I saw was in your socials that my favorite dick plant was just Duh. unerected. And I'm like, I'm well, <laughs> this seems like something he would text me. <laughs> like, it is, I was, right? First of all, I, I was mad that you didn't text me. Like, I wanted you to send me. I was like, fam, you ain't going to believe what happened to your I've shit. I've only even so talked to dick. one. I've only even talked to one person outside of my house about this cactus, fam. So the fact that you, this is correct. Like, I, fam, I swear to I'm God, supposed I'm to like, do this. I know that you pay me attention now. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Like, I, somebody's watching. If, if I watched, bro, I was concerned. I was concerned. About, and not right. only you, not only you, the missus also like sent out an alert about yeah. the cactus. So I was like, so, well, this is serious. The cactus in your long, front yard is gone. Okay, so long story short, we'll get to the climax first. The cactus fell over. Okay, it just fell. Fell the fuck over, dog. All right, so check this out. Maybe six weeks ago, I'm standing in front of the house. We're doing whatever the fuck we're doing. I think because my wife's office is literally right in front of the cactus. Like, she got a good, like, I don't know. And so is mine. It's like, I can look at the cactus all day. It's right in front of the house. Um, But, like, weeks ago, I noticeably said, yo, the cactus is leaning. Like It's got a little tilt to it, Yeah, from when we moved here and it was standing straight up. Like it has a lean to it now. Quick so question like, before, and I don't want to cut you off too much. Mm-hmm. Do y'all water your cactus? No, you're not supposed to. Proceed. Um, yeah. So like the the natural, like however much it rains, like cactuses survive off of. That's that. what it wants. Um, for sure. So um, again, so I said, you know, the cactus is leaning. So I think maybe even a couple of weeks went by, and like we've seen, like we've been, I don't want to say doing cactus research. We'd be paying attention to cactuses out here since that's a thing, and like. My wife had pointed out one time, like, even long before we had this ordeal, like, yo, babe, like, when cactuses, like, are dead or when they start to die, they just start to look like trees. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, like, she pointed that out on our cactus maybe a few weeks ago. Like, yo, like, the bottom of it kind of looked wild. And I'm like, like, bark. Yeah, no, for real. It literally, like, turns into bark, fam. It's nuts. 
So like on one, but only on one side of it was this happening. So um, what they what they call between now and I think like October out here is monsoon season, um, mm-hmm. where it kind of rains a lot. You get these wind dust storms. We're getting that too. It's been raining for yeah. two weeks straight. Well, for sure. And then like the first year we moved here, they were talking that shit. That shit wasn't real. It never happened. So we never believed it. But like last Same. year, yeah, last year was a real thing. And this year, you know, it, it seems to be panning out to be a real thing. So a couple of days ago, Wednesday or Thursday, I think we had a windstorm like came through, you know what I'm saying? Real quick, whatever happened, happened. Um, and while like the windstorm was happening, we were watching the cactus sway in the oh, wind, shit. like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So like, all right, whatever. Like it's a cactus. Like well, that motherfucker been standing here like before we got here. Like anybody tripping off the cactus. So, um, I was on the phone with my sister Friday morning. Friday was my birthday. I'm on the phone with my sister. I'm outside. I'm talking to her, but I'm looking at the cactus. I'm like, yo. I'm like, <laughs> cactus need help, fam. I literally told my sister this cactus is going to fall. I showed. <laughs> I showed her the bottom of the cactus where it was turning into bark. And I was like, but the lean on it is just so crazy. I was like, the cactus is going to fall. I said, but the good thing about it is the way that the cactus is leaning, it's not going to fall on either one of the cars. I was like, so we should be good even if it does fall. So fucking um, matter of fact, it, was, it didn't fall. It fell, it fell the day after my birthday. So Saturday, we get up. The kids had swimming lessons. We leave. To go, you know what I'm saying, take the kids to the swimming lesson fan. Before we get like 10 minutes down the street, Diddle text my wife a picture of the cactus down Damn. in the fucking yard. And we were both like, oh, the fucking cactus fell. So I'm so glad that you brought this up because I totally forgot it down to write about, fam. <laughs> so when when you see the when you see the cat, like literally from the root, fam, this motherfucker came up out the ground from the root. Like it's not like it like, like it, broke. It didn't at- just see, I thought it just snapped like and fell. No, it fam, uprooted. This- Man, this bitch came up from the wow. root, dog. It was wow. So it laid in the yard for about two days. And it had to lay in the yard for two days out here, fam, because the type of cactus that was in my front yard is what is pr- considered a protected cactus in the what? state of Arizona. Which so means you couldn't touch it. If you are not it the owner, to the state. if you are not the owner, you do not have the rights to touch this tree wow. or move this tree, fam. So we had to end up calling like the city, the state, the county to see if we was able to even touch this tree and do anything. That's what we figured out. I love out, like, the idea of you being in your front yard mowing your grass, but cutting around the cactus. Around, I mean, and, and that's what, and, and basically, fam, literally, like this, luckily it failed to where it wasn't enough in the street to like obstruct traffic. It could have blocked you fell, in your fucking driveway fam, if it fell, had, right? Had it fell straight over and in the middle of the street, nobody would have been able to touch this fucking cactus until wow. somebody said, again, like the owner would have had to come here and be like, yeah, like we can move it. But like, and that's what ended up happening. Like the fucking people that we rent from was like, yeah, chop, chop that shit up, get it the fuck out of here. <laughs> Go ahead and maul down in the mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they came and they broke out the chainsaw and they broke that motherfucker down into like eight, nine, ten pieces and hauled that. Bit. I don't know how much they charged, but in between them coming and doing it from us calling the people that we rent from, some motherfuckers pulled up, dog, and he was like, do you want us to take it? And I was like, well, how much? And what I thought he said was $100. And even at $100, I was going to be like, nah, I'm straight on that. You know how many, you know how many chocolate rent, frosties that is? I rent from here, fam. We don't got to do that. And he was like, nah, 800 And I was like, do 800 come with a dick suck from both of y'all in the front yard next to the cactus? Because yeah, with a, with a selfie? Way, yeah, bro. Like, we not we not doing that. He chuckled and was like, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, nigga, I'm not paying no fucking $800 for this Leave tree. that shit there until it dies. And not for nothing, the inside of a cactus literally looks like a tree. Like when you cut it, like huh. when you get it like dissected, the core, like, 
the core of a cactus is a tree. Wow. What I wanted you to say is, in order to properly remove a cactus, I wanted you to say you have to have four to seven Native Americans come in your front yard, stand in a circle, pray over the dead cactus, and once that's done, the head chief Native American eats a watermelon, spits the seed into the center of the hole so a new cactus can grow, and then he sings Icebox on his way to the car. This has been the Dipped in Butter program. We appreciate y'all rocking with us. We hope you have enough money to pay for your groceries. And uh, we are appreciative of all the support that you give our podcast show. That's the most important thing is to support. Get, getting support. it and giving it back out. You know what I'm saying? And like support, support, support. To your credit about what should have happened with the cactus fam, like had the owner not said, yeah, cut the tree up, we definitely would have had to go through all of that to get that bitch up out of the, uh, the street. I'm not even going to lie to you. There's an application you literally would have had to fill out. <laughs> for work. Yeah, in order to get that shit done. So uh, again, you know, the, let, let go and let God sometimes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, for sure. Um, my name is Kat. Uh, I think we're getting out of here. This has been uh, the Dipped in Butter program again. Uh, like I say, each and every week, the universe is way too big for your little ass problems. And also, uh, I don't know, man, pay for somebody's groceries out there. You never know how many Red Barons they got in their cart, and they just might not have enough for six of them, but they just got enough for three. Uh, yeah, that, that I don't even know. I can't even wrap my brain around that yet. Still, it's still so fresh. I'm gonna have to like Too soon, yeah. ask my wife. Uh, but rule number one, you already know. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend. Not only about the podcast, but that in Jesus' name. Um, and then rule number two, mind your motherfucking business. Yes, sir. Amen. We'll catch y'all next week. You have officially been dead. <laughs>